0: You an athlete, school teacher, or maybe work in a corporate world. Our careers, they tend to be the way that we identify ourselves. Now, what happens when that identity is taken from us? We found ours in real estate. Now let us help you find yours on the free agent real estate investing podcast. Starting now.
1: Welcome to the free agent. REI
0: Podcast. I'm your host, Stratton Brown. And I am your other host, Michael Butler. Man, thank you guys for joining us. I was going to keep going, but I, I think I lost my train of thought.
1: Man, Anifacella never gets this shit right. We're fine. <laughs> We're fine. You doing alright, man. How's it going, man? How you, how you doing? Man, I mean, handling stress. Yeah. Restructuring some things. The One thing, right, to where again, like I paid people a lot of money to tell me what to do in my life as far as like where I want to go mm-hmm. and like the number one thing that's holding me back right now believe it or not is my ego even it's like the biggest reason of where I am yeah number one thing holding me back is my <laughs> ego to where I'm sitting there talking to them I'm like well this fucker this fucker and this fucker are doing it fuck them I'm yeah. better I can do it yeah he's like bro like so their business acumen and not even business acumen he's like you know they've been in business like five times longer than you Two times longer than you, like four times longer than you. Like he's like naming off the years of business. Yeah, I was like, I'll give. I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was like, I'm Stratton Brown. Yeah, like, and that's the mentality that's gotten me to where I am. Towards like it's, it doesn't serve me.
0: Yeah,
1: it's like it doesn't. He's like you're being irrational, right? Like like I said, most of these calls right like, tell me not to be a psychopath.
0: Well, so and that's kind of the discussion that we had, right? We talked about like a lot of our gifts sometimes and and why, what makes us successful can also be the reason why we're not successful. And so you paying a coach and a phenomenal coach, right? Like you've paid someone who has tremendous experience, who has made a lot of money, who's lost a lot of money, plenty of businesses that either worked or didn't work. And so like you've grown to where you were because of great, you're kind of crazy, right? <laughs> right, you kind of crazy. But you've also at that point you've grown to the part to where you've paid someone to be able to help you make great decisions based off of their experience. So when they tell you to just do something, do something, fuck your ego, right? That's what you, you paid to have this person tell you exactly what they just told you,
1: right? And I, bro, and on most of the things she's told me lately, it's like been a massive pushback. Mm-hmm. And like I've go grown- from you. From me, from yeah, me, yeah, not from yeah. him. From me, like a massive pushback from Stratton Brown. Yeah. To and like I, I went, I'll go like a month at a time without talking to this guy. Like, but like then when I need to talk to him, like this is when it's amazing and he fucking challenges all of your beliefs of what what are you doing? And the number one thing he asked me he was like, what do I want? And then again, I was dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. He was like I want to be the fucking best. I want mm-hmm. to marry everybody. He was like, well, it's not good. enough. You know how broad that is. No, <laughs> broad. Yeah. He was like, you know how broad. Like, so what? What does it look like It's mm-hmm. with you? What does your life look like? Like what do you actually want? And that has been something that has been troubling me troubling me and puzzling me for the last like week or so. Yeah. So where like you really don't know what you want. Like I I like what I do, I like building businesses, I like building teams, I like sales, I like marketing. Mm-hmm. And I like, got I don't I like I love Legos and I love Minecraft, if that puts anything into context for you, right? Like that's what I like to do. Okay. But it's been, I'd say, one of the Biggest mental barriers I've had to overcome again. It's now is like, okay, so you say you want X amount of money, but like, yeah, that's cool. But like, what how what does it look like? How are you gonna get there? Like all of those other good things mm-hmm. to where that is kind of wild to think about.
0: Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's some deep shit, bro. Like, I don't <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, just to guys, guys, just to give you an idea of just like how 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 stressed my man is. Every time we come into the studio, the first thing he, I walk in, I'm like, "Bro, it's fucking hot in here. Turn the heat off." And this was in the summer, mind you. So even a couple of weeks ago, he he turned the heat on because he's, he's always cold. And today we're in here, and I'm like, "Man, I ain't no heat on. Like, you know, it's a little it's a little cool. You know, we ain't got no hoodies on or nothing like that. But it's a little cool. It's like perfect. Kind of how I like it. I'm a bigger guy. And he's like, "Am I the only one in here that's hot?" I'm like bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because like, 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 it, you know, it's it's, it, we're we're on the chilly side of things. So like, the the fact that you always got the heat on when it's freaking already hot in here, and you you ask me if it's if it's hot and if, if if you're if I'm warm, like that was wild to me. So, you got a lot of stuff on your chest, man.
1: All right. I mean, I got a I got to do some shit going on. But it, again, it's growing pains. It's yeah. good, and that's the first thing. To I encourage everybody to get a mentor. Number one to um shortcut to skills i think is the number one thing right like if i want to learn a new skill and i can pay someone x amount just to like hey no don't go learn yourself mm-hmm. you can just go do it like yeah. here's here's how i did it and that's, best, what, and that's what i told money.
0: you and that's why i told you i'm like hey bro like there's somebody that's um at some point we prayed for issues and problems and stress not you str- no, not stress but you know what i mean like to, to to have this level of stress or whatever it may be um it takes growth and so and there was a point in time to where, you know, we'd look in the mirror and like pray for days like that, you know, right now it's hard to be, you know, look at it and be like, man, look, these are the kind of problems I wanted. Right. But the problems that you had before were completely different. Right. So someone out there wants the problems that you have.
1: For me, I was like, OK, yeah, cool, cool, cool. That's supposed to solve my fucking problem. That's fine. Like, but a lot of it is also mental. I think and most of it now, I'd say. It's weird, right? Like most of my problems are mental. Mm-hmm. where It's not like financial really anymore. Yeah, it's just like mental problems and like breaking through new limiting beliefs. It's mo- it's emotional. It's emotional problems that you're having at this
0: point in time. Like you're you, you're like the stress that you have is for emotional reasons. And when we talk about business, you got to remove the emotions out of it.
1: I, I'd say that's one of the harder things in business where I try and be like cutthroat. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you still. Like you care for the people right and like we yeah. can go into firing to where i'm i'll fire off I, we fire off a lot of people every week right because mm-hmm. like people don't cut it but then when they get like into your team and the night, like, and it's like your day-to-day interaction mm-hmm. that's when it's like really testing you like you really have to absolutely you had a way to collect still like yeah I'm like fuck them like there's a, a lot of other people who are relying on them and they're just not cutting it we need to find someone else who can do it so i
0: i look at it this way right you know, we both got, you know, businesses with, you know, we, you know, people who work with it, work with us, work in our business, things like that. And it all comes down to it's almost like a marriage, right? Yeah. Any company that you have as a business owner, it's like a marriage. And so when you talk about that, you have to look at it like you have you're married, you got kids. And right now you and your in your marriage, you guys haven't been good for a few years. And you just got, you, you're holding on to the marriage because you, you got kids. But what the kids see is just what's toxic.
1: You're right. They the only shit's the not working.
0: Way. But the parents are so afraid of just getting a divorce because they're trying to hold it together for the kids, not realizing
1: that it's actually better for the kids for the divorce to actually take place. That's why I didn't stay with Zeno's mom because like it, it was you know what a what I mean? shit show. And I was like, I don't want to raise him in a shit show. Yeah. But like if we aren't happy together, there's no point in that. Like, yeah. why would we stay miserable? Like, Because at some point, you guys have a great relationship. Oh, yeah.
0: And I tell people all the time, we would never work in a relationship because, like, we're too much alike. You know what I mean? And so, like, you can heavily fuck with somebody and not be with them. Yep. You know what I mean? And have an awesome relationship. And so, I think, like, that's how when you look at some businesses, like, people grow apart. Some people grow, some people don't grow, whatever that may be. Same thing, like, with marriage. You know, that's a discussion to be had. And don't think of it as, the people that's involved with that relationship, like sometimes relationships need to end in betterment for
1: those people. Oh yeah. Shout out Jake. What are some indicators that you're letting your emotions get in the way of your business?
0: When your first reason of not wanting to do something is because you care about about someone else or the thought of what somebody else would think. It's no longer based off of production income, um, systems and shit if it works right it's it's not based off of results results it's based on it's based off how you feel about something right yeah it's not based off of data it's based off of the emotions of of upsetting someone or hurting someone's feelings um things like that like if you can't prove it bro like it it, like at the end of the day like it's it's black or white when it comes to business
1: there's no gray this is why and this is why i'm so big on data not drama because even though I am cutthroat like at a time, like then you can't even feel comfortable with your decision, because you're always going to get pushed back. 100%. You're always going to get pushed back. And if you can like, okay, no, here's the numbers. Looking at this, tell me why the fuck we should keep you here. Would you keep keep yourself? Would you keep yourself? You can't do that if you don't have
0: no data. Exactly. Because then at that point, it seems like it's an emotional decision. You're letting me go because you don't like the way that I pushed back in this instance or that I stood up for myself. No, we're letting you go because of this.
1: And fuck, if you didn't push back your attitude problems, and it's not worth my fucking headaches. At least you you can put it on something else, right? You got got some data. But if you have bad data, you got fucking attitude Mm problems, and then I'm sure there's something else you don't show up on time on time. Yeah. Like,
0: bro, it's it's time. And that's why, like, as football coaches, like, when we get a lot of, like, scrutiny from, like, parents or just people in the stands and, and stuff like that, what I love the most about it is, bro, it all comes down to, hey, we got film. We can always hop on a Zoom call. You can always come sit down with me. We can look at exactly what it is. I'll tell you what the play is. I'll tell you what their assignment is. And from that point, you tell me if you play that kid. Hey, that's hard as a football
1: coach. That's why I never want to coach little league. Mm-hmm. Because like I'd be I'd be, okay. Well, how many plays did you make, bro? How many tackles do you have? Like don't I don't, you- I, honestly, I don't give a shit. And I and I've said it during the
0: practice. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. We can talk about that outside of outside of football. Um, but like. You have to really, and it all comes down with, like, in a business, you talk about core values, right? Same thing on a football team. What's our goals? What What are we looking to accomplish this year? Yep. Right? And so we've had, you know, we have a team now, and it's just like, their goal is to win Valley Championship. And I'm telling you, I mean, we're good enough to fucking do it. Are you at North? Clovis? I'm at Clovis High. Don't ever disrespect me like that. We just beat North. Did you really? Yes.
1: Well, uh, who is it? Parnegan's kid. Uh I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't
0: know nobody over there. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know what I mean? So so anything, anything that I do or when just coaching, it's just like it's almost it's a child. Like you don't, you you don't know shit about shit. You don't know shit about shit. You want to win a championship? Have you won one already? You haven't. I have. And this is how we did it. So when I'm telling you to finish through a line, I'm telling so, you to not jump off the, the you know, all these little things, all those little things that you don't think is important, that was the difference between a three and seven team and a freaking Mountain West championship team. That was a difference. The little
1: shit. Legitimately. But the only thing is, like when you say that, right, I feel like I'm listening to my old coach who was like outdated mm-hmm. and didn't adjust with the times.
0: Oh, but football. See, but here's the thing. That shit don't like I get the kids change for football, but the way that you win as a team, that shit's the same. Yes. So you can say that, yes, they're a little bit more sensitive or yes, we don't run kids into the ground, but football is discipline football is it, it, it is very ish because you can't have two people carry you to win a championship no like you can not like it's not like basketball it's not like basketball it's not like baseball where you can have a pitcher who can come in and freaking hit the, hit hit dingers and go shut people out
1: football you re, i mean you it relies on everybody All right well it's so easy to get exposed to like if you have a bad left guard mm-hmm you can just set, set up stunts to fucking get the matchup you want and fuck them up all the time. And if you have good coaches, you can protect that that weakness, too. You know
0: what I mean? To so an like, extent. To an extent. To an extent. You know what I'm saying? But it takes buy-in. It takes people being on the same page, having the same goal. Because if we don't have the same goal, then there's no way that we can get there. Yeah. Because you got to care just as much as the, the next person. So the biggest thing is clarifying, what's our goal? Where are we trying to get? You know? And then you start. We, what happened is we had some losses that we shouldn't have had. And we go back and we look at it, and it's, it's practice habits. Like, where have you like this, 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 these couple plays is is why we didn't win. Where have we ever coached on that? But that's on you. Like in practice. practice habits. No, 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 no. You can't want it more than kids want it. You can only do so much. Like, you can tell someone, you can tell a quarterback to pull a ball on his own based off of his read, but I can't go pull the pull the ball for him in the game.
1: So, what do you mean by practice habits
0: then? It's like- practice habits—the little things. Jogging off the field, jogging on the field. I feel like that's from the coach to enforce it. Yes, to an extent. But it becomes, uh, again, if we have the same common goal on our championship team, we handle that as players. At some point, they have to take over it.
1: Yes, I'll give you a coach.
0: Can't be on you though. Like if it has to be that way, it's not important enough to you, which means at some point in the game, it'll show up in a game.
1: That's what but those things
0: is now. we can teach you these things and we can tell you how it should handle. I can tell you, hey, let's go jog off the field. Hey, jog on the field. Hey, no walking. Don't walk. You know what I mean? Like all those little things. But at some point, someone has to tell someone, hey, bro, you got to fucking show up or you got to run.
1: So is it, then you haven't developed the leaders on your team to hold other people accountable. Yes. Okay. Like, i mean that's what it turns into right that's what's hard about juco football mm-hmm. you only have people who are going to be there for like one to two years there's yeah, no there, there's, a,
0: yeah, there's no there's no leadership and COVID didn't help yeah you know because the, i mean you, you we got a senior team with only six games of experience from last year you know so and so the seniors that we have on this team they played a couple of them played as sophomores extensively but you know what's your sophomore year like really like that's a blur it happens so fast. Your junior year is really the most productive year you have as a football player. So you take that away and you get six games, that just goes.
1: Do you guys get a full season this year? You get a full season this year in playoffs. Are you guys going to win it or what? Like, what's it looking like? Are you guys in the playoffs? Uh, as of now, we are. How many more games you got left? Probably like five. Or like four and four and two. Bro, I stayed five up and, in, two? I stayed up and, and watched two? that Fresno State game and lost my shit. Why? Against Hawaii, yeah. Oh my god, I was so pissed. I woke Kalani up. <laughs> they fucking lost.
0: I told my father-in-law that's the worst. That's the worst. I said that's the worst place to go lose in Hawaii. And then I said I didn't realize how how spoiled I sound right now when I say that. I well, said, still, but but you can not charter a plane out of Hawaii. I'm like, so you're in the airport.
1: <laughs> it's hard to um, yeah, go to Hawaii and win though. Like they yeah. win a lot of home games because they're like, a good you're, team. But you're always thrown out of your mental. Yeah, you're, you're in Hawaii, and most people haven't been to Hawaii. Most people haven't so, been to Hawaii, so. so it don't matter if
0: you're like it's a business trip. Like, no, fuck you. Like, I've been in California my whole life. I ain't never seen Hawaii. It's dope, right? You know what I mean, so exposure—you you get exposed exposure. to new things, and it's, sometimes it's it's, it's overwhelming in, in 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 a sense. Um, but that's kind of what I had told when my father-in-law was just like, you know, we charter everywhere we go. So you know, it's literally the bus pulls onto the damn... Tarmac, the yeah. tarmac, bro. And we get off, hop right onto the plane. I'm like, Hawaii coming back is the only place we never did it at. You know, oh, you actually oh, have to go charter. through the term you, you charter to there, like just h- how we always leave from here, right? You try, char- we charter to Hawaii, but when after the game in Hawaii, you actually have to go through the airport t- terminal, uh, to get onto the airplane.
1: One time I didn't, one time I did, hmm. one time I didn't, one time I did. Well, unless that's changed, I mean, I'm. Kind of old, I mean, so you guys did okay, so that allowed us more money to be able to charter a plane back home. I don't think, but I don't think it was a money thing.
0: I think it was just like how they did it in Hawaii.
1: It's a money thing. It's an expensive ass charter, bro. Um, it's an expensive ass charter. I didn't even know
0: it was a difference. I just thought it was. That's how. That's how privileged I guess we were. <laughs> what's the, I'm trying to think. What's the
1: other thing that this motherfucker told me that I'm? I'm projecting my own insecurities on my business. Mm. Right, I was Damn, like, "Why you not get bad about that?" <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I was like, "Bro, like, like I, I want something that's a lot more fun." He's like, "Bro, what the fuck you mean fun?" Yeah, because you need to be doing the same shit over and over again, really good. That's not fun. Yeah, he's like, "Well, that's like what." He's like, "None of the businesses that I own are fucking fun." He's like, "You want to go into tech? You think that sounds fun?" I was like, I, I watch TV. He's like, exactly. You watch fucking TV. <laughs> He's like, you watch TV. Guess what businesses fail the most? Tech. He's like, so you're telling yourself a story, and you aren't like, again, like buying into the work or like doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, and just getting really good at that. Laying the bricks. Laying the bricks. To where that that shit's not fun, but that's the only way. Like, it doesn't have to be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, the end result may be fun. Right, like winning yeah. a championship is fun, but no one ever said the process was fun. And Right? You lose that. I, yeah. At least I lost that in my mindset. Well, if the process is fun, then everyone would
0: be doing it. Because if the process is fun, it's like, oh, shit. Really? Let's, build a, let's
1: build a bunch of these. This is awesome. Oh, I can make millions.
0: I, I, can, make have millions I can have fun. Right, no, right.
1: you can't. And then you can create a fun culture. But I still, I can, I've been thinking about this. And then you look at it. Most things are a really boring thing. Mm-hmm. Over and over and over again, pure repetition, and you're just really good at it. And then the end result is the fun thing, right? And to where you can and like fundamentals, right? And we take it down mm-hmm. to like discipline and fundamentals. Like if you mm-hmm. just master those in your business, in your life, or whatever, you do those things consistently, then you'll get the fun after it. Mm-hmm. Like we get the end result is fun. Winning a championship is fun. Making millions of dollars is fun.
0: Bro, having a business is like fucking being fit. When you look at it, like, how do you lose weight? Like right now, like I'm big, bro. But like Same. I know everyone can be fit. You know what I mean? I know what I need to do to, to lose some weight. You know, what I mean I, I've done it before, and I don't want to. Right? Do I just don't want to do it. I want to do it. You know, it is not fun. It's not fun waking up early to go on my walk or to go work out. Like it's fucking laying those bricks, dude. Like there's nothing fun about it. But it, but it works. There's a system. There's a system to building out these businesses. It's just the work that you got to do every day. Is it worth it for you? So we can build great businesses. It's, it's equivalent to fucking losing weight. It's doing something consistently, it's consistent long enough, and then the results of being able to fucking take your shirt off, that's the part that's fun. You know what I mean? So you go to a beach, and you can see everybody walking around shirtless, fucking dudes 40 years old, straight yacked. Shredded. You know what I mean? But Shredded. that's because they done, they done laid the bricks for a while, but it, it ain't been fun. So when you're like, oh, man, it must be nice. Like, right? Picture shit. Oh, it must, must be, be nice. must be nice. Well, fuck yeah, the results are nice. But laying those bricks weren't. You know what I mean? And so that's everything in life. Everyone can be fit. Everyone can have a successful business, but not everyone's willing to lay the bricks. I don't think everyone can have a successful business. I do. Because the blueprint's out there. So why? how couldn't you not? If you if you I laid doubt. the bricks, you hired the people you're supposed to hire, fired the people you're supposed to fire, and listen to the people you're supposed to listen to, bro. Like there's no reason why everyone couldn't have a successful business because there's no difference between the, the person who fucking make billions of dollars and the person who's fucking working a regular ass nine to five, maybe making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. There's no fucking
1: difference. There is. exposure, cognitive ability. No, I don't believe it. I don't believe that so i believe in it right just because like there's elon musk and then there's everyone else is who elon musk Mm -hmm. and then there's everybody else elon musk is the only active ceo Mm -hmm. of two separate fortune 500 companies well i don't know spacex is but like these are multi tesla's a billion dollar company spacex Mm -hmm. is probably a billion dollar company as well not very many people have the cognitive ability to learn fucking rocket science But, but, but okay that's 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 a very specific knowledge but to same- be
0: fucking rich, bro, like what, what is rich? If you think about it, like I'm not okay, talking about I mean, shitting like- on people rich. Like everyone <laughs> can be a fucking millionaire, bro, because it doesn't take much to get there. If Basically, you knew what the fuck you were doing or you had the right people around you to show you how to do so.
1: I I and I think you need to be able to like know how to pivot, know how to lead, have emotional intelligence. Like I do think there are like some things mm-hmm. that people lack. And that's why we have personality tests that we give people because we know they can't do the job. And when you lack in those traits, what do you do? I'll pay someone to go do it for me. So why can't they pay someone to do it? I'll pay someone to show me how to do it, or I'll pay someone to go do it for me. But at the same time, I I don't know. I just don't see it. Some people are only meant to pack fucking boxes.
0: (laughs) I get what you're saying. And that's just based off of a whole lot of other things, right? The way that they're brought up, the the things that they've been exposed to, good or bad. I'm just saying in general, anybody can be fit. Anybody can be. Anybody can be fucking rich.
1: The only difference is desire. I'll give you desire, right? Because like the number one most successful people in America are immigrants. Right. And like like we can't match their fucking like we can't match it. bro. No, you can't. It's crazy. And and you mix that
0: with learning how to do something. No, that's success because they already know what what hard is. And so laying bricks to them isn't hard. Doing something every day, bro. Like if their family grew up fucking working, working in farms and stuff like that. Like that shit's hard, right? Having a sales training every day for fucking an hour—that's not hard. Yeah, that's not hard. That's fucking to them. That may be fun, based yeah. off of where they came from. So mm-hmm. it'd be easy for them to get rich because they, they're used to. They have habits built of, of stacking bricks.
1: Well, and like I mean, Alan, right? Alan is a previous farmer, mm-hmm. and all of the previous farmers that I've met are. Wealthy, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they fucking work. Their work, their work well, their ethic work, is fucking insane. Their work ethic is insane. So, like, okay, yeah, we have that. I think it's the want, number one. Okay, yes, everybody may have the ability to become a millionaire. Life changing money, cognitive ability, I think is where it like somewhat falls off on like your ability to like think and pivot and think at a really high pace and learn new skills at a faster pace. Mm-hmm. So, like, as we're like, we're starting to like, Go to new levels. Like you're talking about millions and millions. Like oh shit, I want to make nine figures, maybe a billion dollars. And yeah, this is what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. I do think like majority of the startup founders did go to Harvard. Did go what? Harvard. Oh, probably. You know, you know, like I'm saying, like, and and that's that's something,
0: and that's something up front that you like. You've always wanted that. What do you mean? Like, bro, like, like to do, like the, like the. The uh, Teslas and the Amazons of the world. Like, those are people who, like, they've lived their life of, like, knowing that they were going to do something beyond fucking, you know, having a rental portfolio that makes you a couple million dollars a year.
1: Like, these are people who wanted to change the world. Well, I still think if you can, in a real estate level, you can make a lot of money and you don't have to be smart at all. Like, to where there's no barrier to entry. Nobody has any type of education, bro. Anybody can do this shit. Anybody can do real estate, bro. Anybody, anybody, can anybody watching this right now can easily. Mike Zuber says it all the time. Go from one to four units. Yeah, like if you just focus on it. Yeah. One thing that I, and we talked about this right, like wherever your energy is like focused on, if you're focused on the right thing, like you'll mm-hmm. make the amount of money that that thing should be making, right? So yeah. I'm only focused on a twenty thousand dollar a month thing, I'm only gonna make twenty thousand dollars a month if I'm focused on something that okay, well my upside is a million dollars a month. Correspondingly the million dollar a month thing will come and it's the same amount of work, but just like what are you focused on? Mm-hmm. All right. So if the people do focus on the I think Michael Zuber stuff is so good because it's so easy to digest. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, one step at a time anyone who
0: asks me like I always refer them to him just because I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of people who who do who who won't take the risk on like what we did jumping in wholesaling and, and just trying to grow from there and just, you know what I mean? Like that's a lot for some people, you know, who already don't, didn't believe that it's out there. You know, again, yeah. my back is again my back was against the wall. So I really had no choice but to just believe it and go, you know what I mean? But for someone who actually has a good paying job, um, like my mom, right? My mom's an RN, she's, she good, bro. She's almost about to pay off her house. you know. I'm not going to be sitting here trying to tell her how to hustle and bustle and you know do all this stuff. Like no, like go go tune in, go read Mike Mike Zuber's book, one run out of time because you you're going to have a paid off house, but how much are you going to make in retirement? Because yeah. you're, you're getting close to that point, you're not looking for any extra money at this point in time. How can you use the money that's already in your house to create more wealth for yourself and beyond you? He can teach you how to do that. You get four paid off houses. Kicking you $1,500 rent a
1: month, that's $6,000 a month right there. Right. And for most people, that's fine. Which is bananas? Off of four. Off of four. And we're talking about paid off, right? Right, paid so, off. So
0: this is so like, if you're just getting into like the game as a teacher, you got into teaching already knowing like, I'm okay with the teacher's retirement. In
1: retirement.
0: You know what I mean? Like, so you're not looking for any extra money. Like it would be dope, but like that is your retirement. You're already going to teach for uh, 30 years, right? So go teach for 30 years. Go get you four houses, save up some money, you know, put, go coach some sports or whatever you want to do on the side to get some down payments. Matter of fact, you could buy a house every two years. Actually, you can buy a new primary, five percent down,
1: right? I I just don't know how people um save up. mm We just saving the a down payment. payment. Yeah, like for like for a down mm-hmm. payment though, like because that takes a long time. Like for most people, like if you have a normal job and you don't have a so, so what is it for two fifty? was was what it? I mean for three percent. So what's three percent of two fifty? Maybe I'm not I'm not a, I'm of, not a um, wizard. I'm not a wizard, so I need you to do that. Okay, it's only seven hundred bucks. Seventy-five. Yeah, seventy-five hundred bucks. You well, know what
0: I'm mean, saying? That, like it, it's it's. Like, I mean, it, <laughs> it, it is a lot of money, but it ain't bad. Like right? It ain't, no, that's it ain't I, twenty. It ain't I'm thirty. thinking like like 30, 50, yeah.
1: 60,
0: Like a coaching bucks. stipend is probably like thirty. They're like uh thirty-seven hundred bucks. So you go coach two seasons, and then you have you know back board. to back. You got enough for a deposit on uh, a down payment on the house. And you put a renter in there, even if you say you didn't, you, you didn't even want to make no extra money off of it. Your mortgage, say you got a twelve hundred, you know, eleven hundred mortgage, rent that bitch out for fifteen hundred because you can nowadays rent it out for fifteen hundred, depending on where it's at, right? And just don't take no cash flow from it, bro. Just pay off the house. So when you get ready to retire as a teacher, now you got three houses that's paid off. You're retiring as a teacher. Maybe you make four or five grand as a teacher in retirement. You can go ahead and make another six grand off these four houses that you got. Like,
1: and I would um.
0: I'd make a plan with that.
1: Right. Cause yeah, a hundred percent. I'm just throwing shit out there. Like I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think, but so the next thing that worries me about what he does preach is like, he gets them to four. If you are making mediocre money and you have four houses and then you have three evictions, that is a very, very possible thing mm-hmm. to where you don't have economies of scale to even cover that. And then mm-hmm. you're making zero money for a significant amount
0: of time. But that's why you're not looking to make any money. That's why it's good if you're not. Well, you're like losing money. No, 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 no. This what I'm saying is if you're not looking to you still have to buy it right at the end of the day. But if you buy it right and you're able to you do a whole burr method, right? You're into it. Shit shouldn't break down on you, right? A thousand dollar mortgage, you're renting it out for fifteen hundred dollars a month you're putting $500 a month away each month, all four houses. If something happens and eviction happens, you should have enough in reserve at that point to take care of. Then
1: we got to rehab something was to happen. Huh? Then we got to rehab the whole thing. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like an actual situation where I'm like, okay, at a point in time, I still think you need to learn how to make more money Mm -hmm. just because like all those four houses, and I, I, me and Kyle are in a situation with three houses where, like, our cash flow is gone and, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt us financially because we make mm-hmm. enough. But if all three of those things did that, it still wouldn't hurt us. But I still like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, bro. So yeah. I I don't think four is a good. I don't think four is safe. That's what it is. I don't think For four, you. No, I don't think four is. I think, for me, four is safer than it is for a regular person. Because I can pay all of those mortgage notes and I don't mm-hmm. really, I don't care. I can fucking handle the evictions. I can handle the rehabs over again and I have the money on hand to do it. But I think that's also a reason why people don't do it is because of, of,
0: that's fear. I mean, it's logic. Not really. I mean, like, right? Shit will always fucking happen. We'll handle it when it gets there. If I buy it right and I do what I'm supposed to do when I'm talking, when you're talking about vetting tenants and getting certain tenants in there and I'm buying in the right neighborhoods, right? If you're a teacher or you know someone who isn't looking to fork out a lot. Like, like, bro, we're gonna take more risk because we're investors. So we're gonna buy in a six, we're gonna buy in two eight sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what we do. Do we know that they're gonna come with problems? But we're talking about growth and we're talking about appreciation, all this shit, right? If I'm teaching, bro, I'm buying a house somewhere in Clovis, I'm buying a house somewhere in a in a B plus neighborhood. I would buy Airbnb,
1: to... honestly. Like, I huh? would I wouldn't even tell them to buy single family rentals, I'd tell them to do only Airbnb. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like I tell <laughs> yeah, them that'd only that'd be to different. It'd be different
0: again. Could you get what I'm saying? Out. Like, you're gonna do something that's gonna like you're gonna really do something that's gonna uh limit the risk that you're taking, like you're not gonna go buy in the six bro' and be like, oh man pay off these four houses, no bro, you're gonna have problems buying over there <laughs> like you know what I mean like that wouldn't make no sense like I'm not trying to spend a lot of time on the rental portfolio that I have, so don't go buying in troubled neighborhoods or quote unquote troubled neighborhoods right They're great rental areas for people who do this day in and day night day uh
1: day in and uh, day day out right I'd like to talk to someone who had like a full nine I mean, fuck, Zuber. Zuber did, but Zuber was making a lot of money because he was in Silicon Valley. He was, he, he was <laughs> a really, really good salesman. where even if shit did happen, he like, figured
0: out something. Yeah,
1: Michael was making enough income to where mm-hmm. Okay, this hurts, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, all of our bills are still paid. So Michael look where he
0: money. bought though in two eight, right?
1: Dad, so I mean, great bought, area,
0: great area. He bought in the six too Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So. He was able to take some of those risks in order to scale. his. And I don't want to speak for him, but just based off of the information that you're giving me, he was able to buy some stuff that sometimes that people who would typically work a nine to five that comes with problems that those people probably wouldn't want. But because he was making the kind of money that he was making, it probably allowed him to be able to do those things. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it in ultimately 1031 exchange and, you know, things like that into better. Uh, quality neighborhoods, but it helped him get from point A to point B, and then from that point he was able to clean house and really, you know, focus on the the quality of his portfolio.
1: Exactly. I mean, even for our um, for our single families, if we like I said, if we ever do buy them again, it's only Airbnb and mm-hmm. C plus to A areas. Like I don't want, and that I would, probably won't touch C plus for Airbnb. Right. I mean, I'd say uh, that's a lie because Ashland
0: you know and the one over here. here like yeah
1: bro tower still does like a really good. it's, it's is, like c plus so yeah Tower's c. good tower is c yeah yeah that's what, That's
0: why i said i probably went to C, but i'm like
1: ah, i think i got i think i got one c. like you can have a good block and then three blocks down <laughs> mm-hmm. someone got shot bro someone got shot in front of noah's um, tower airbnb and tower that's Tower. yeah and that's i mean but people
0: love the character you don't find that nowhere else so that's why you can do a c and tower because you're paying for what it is you can't go get a bungalow bungalow house somewhere else in Fresno. No. You know what I mean? Like, so like that in itself, you're almost not mitigating some of the risk, but like that's the risk that you take coming to tower is because you want the character. People love to visit
1: and I just stay don't at home people. People like know that. what towers like, right? Like if mm-hmm. a visitor's coming from outside of no, Fresno. no, because it look cute. You right, know what I mean? I mean like, <laughs> like okay, yeah, it looks cute. You but then I mean? like Noah showed me a video of a dude getting shot in front of his Airbnb. No, we like, we're like, just oh gonna keep God. you north we're gonna keep you north of Olive.
0: You know what I mean? We're gonna, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna try to keep you north of Olive and Belmont. You know what I mean? Yeah, we're gonna yeah. try to take care
1: of you for the most part. But you gotta say, north of Olive. And, you know, so. But like, so sea areas, and you could do some nice stuff like from Ashland north, mm-hmm. I believe.
0: And blockwise, it, it really is. It's blockwise. Cause I've seen a nice house in, in north of Olive that I've really liked. But across the street, there's like two or three houses. It's kind of like, eh, ah, I wouldn't throw nothing on that street. Yeah. Because even though I know that it's a good area of of Tower. The people across the street or the neighborhood on that block or whatever is fucking it up. Yeah. Because if I'm coming into a town and I don't know the area and I see those houses, I'm like, uh. All
1: right. What's going on, Cam? Cam, Cam what's up? Cam's office used to be our broadcast room. Oh, okay. He's here? Yeah. His, his office was over there. Oh, man. Um, he moved into an office that's like two minutes away from his house.
0: Well, he's, uh, he's, he's with a uh, real royalty now. See no, mean, that real, That real broker stuff is up. Blew up, up
1: quick, didn't it? I should be blown up. I don't even know what it's about. I just know that most agents like I'm all
0: it. all I know is that it it's equivalent to um an MLM. It's, <laughs> like, an, it's like an MLM no, with stock. I, I would not say that. I wouldn't say that it's it's what they get as realtors already, but like everyone knows, like everyone loves Keller Williams, right? And so I think the benefit for it was the it was the freedom it was like being on a month to month instead of being on a 12 year lease because now you're able to kind of have your own office you're able to work from from home i bet you that better broker fees too uh, probably right. like, you know i don't know the ins and outs of right. it but i, I knew know, that was a huge it. thing um i knew being able to buy into buy into them before they freaking went uh was it live or how they call it on a, on the a, for uh, ipo that, whatever. Before they had an right. So, a lot of people wanted to get in before that took place. Because um, if it does blow up like that, I mean, fuck. You know, like they said, a lot of real estate
1: agents, you don't have it, you don't get a, a retirement. Isn't it bananas that most real estate agents don't invest in real estate? And then they have one of the most lucrative sales jobs in America. And they're around the asset class. You see people build wealth
0: with the homes that you sell them. you you don't don't think to yourself like maybe i should maybe i should cop a couple of these dude your clients pulling up looking wealthy oh what you do oh man i just got a couple of these rentals
1: dude like it it doesn't make any sense let me know if you want to buy more
0: (laughs) but you ain't gonna buy none.
1: (laughs) and they don't make as much money as i'd say investors but like you have access to like again i'd tell you to go to me michael jason pritchard dino like anyone else who's in the market I'm like, oh, hey, I have a deal I want a JV and make some money. That, again, if you don't make
0: an, if you don't make good money as an agent, it's because you to me, you're, it's because you're refusing to grow. There's no yeah. reason as an agent right now that you shouldn't be making buku bucks, right? Because at the end of the day, what's one of the things that we ran on, ran into early on was like, oh, do you have your license? Not on my license. Some people just some people will not sell to anyone other than an agent. Not sell to, but like sellers, sellers. I'm talking about sellers. I've never run. I've life. had sellers tell me, "Do you have a license?" And, and and obviously, as I've grown, I've been able to kind of get around that. But it's usually the older folks sometimes where they're just like, "Oh, well, if you don't have a license, like this is a scam." I mean, not now you can get around <laughs> it. Like
1: I mean, now like... not get
0: around it, but I know I, I'm better at being able to explain exactly the, the difference between the two, in in the pros and cons between each way, but I always tell them like at the end of the day, I can't convince somebody to sell their home a dime on a dollar. Like this has to be the best solution for you and your family.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? So you you get better at explaining that process to somebody, but I'm just saying as a realtor, you have that in your back pocket at all times. And then you also understand like, you know what? A cash buyer will buy this before putting it on the market. Let me take a shot at it, right? You still disclosure an agent. I may be interested in it myself. Reach out to somebody. Yeah. JB it get a buyer boom you're already making more than what you would make commission
1: you'd make way more than you commission unless you're like a luxury agent mm-hmm. like it's wild yeah if you're a luxury agent it's the so cool. if you're a luxury yeah. agent you can make like really you're good right. money you're right <laughs> but most of these people listing stuff and like honestly south of Shaw, shop you're not making a ton of money yeah unless you're doing high high Demand. volume, and high volume yeah, yeah 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 and then like it's a thankless job bro so thank you you're running around showing houses like if you're a buyer's agent it depends on what
0: kind of buyers they think you is though, because you start to get big time, bro. I don't just show houses.
1: Right, I mean, there's, some, me. there's some shit I need you to do before I take you to any houses. Man, I just, <laughs> I've I've thought about it. I was like, man, how can these people do this? Like, it's a hustle. Like, again, it's like, what are you focusing on? You go to Camway and be like, hey, can you just take me house shopping
0: uh, all weekend so we can look at this she stuff? She's like, uh, are you pre-qualified and what? And what are you looking for? And how much do you have down? Can't wasting her time just fucking walk, driving people around. Right. I mean, <laughs> so that's what I said. You know what I mean. So it just depends on what kind of agent. like. So let's be real. So if you can call a a real estate agent and you can tell them some shit like that and they're okay with it, like rethink the agent that you just picked because most high quality agents aren't just fucking just driving around with you on a Saturday with you know when they got
1: their families and
0: they're just not doing it like unless you're ready to pull a trigger.
1: I just want to know why the agent has to go with you. Like, hey, just hop on the phone, call the other agent. Because motherfuckers are be slick. That's why. They'd
0: be trying to talk, they be trying to, you know, talk to your client. It's just like sending sending a buyer you don't know to a, uh go look at a deal that you just locked up. That's
1: wild, right? Because like, like if you think about it, like yeah, that's, that's kind of what that's like. because I'd be like, hey bro, this motherfucker's gonna be here.
0: Yeah, be there, be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, be there, like <laughs> but you know, if it, if it's if it's someone like you know. You got, you got Jason going to go look at a house that you locked up or whatever. Like, I ain't got to be there. Never. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my sellers is there. I'm sitting with a buyer over there. He's going to go take a look at it. One of my partners. I'm cool with it. But if I ain't never worked with you, bro, no, I don't trust him. I'll be there. Never. Oh, yeah. He said he locked it up at 60. Uh, oh, wow. Well. Yeah, he sent it to me at uh, uh, 85. What? Not that that would be a problem because I usually, you know, I'm upfront about it. But like, that's just the shit that people that you you haven't worked with before, they'll try to pull shit like that. So, oh yeah, you got anything else, bro? I don't, man. We can make this a quick episode. We don't um... forty minutes
1: is still a decent amount of time. It is.
0: It is. Anybody got any questions, comments, concerns? What you got going on this uh, the rest of the week?
1: I'm going to Phoenix tomorrow morning. You want to Phoenix? Uh, yeah, I'm going to Phoenix for a self-storage mastermind. Nice. So I'll be there from tomorrow till Sunday. Then I, I think I come home and I just fly out to Austin for two days. Okay. And then after that, I won't go anywhere until I go to Ohio and Orlando. Huh? You said you're going to Arizona. I'm going to Arizona, coming home. Then I'm going to Texas. Then I'll come home. I'll be home for a couple, like two weeks and I'll go to, um, Ohio than Orlando. Who's self storage mastermind are you going to in Arizona? It's called Storage Rebellion. I've heard of that. You went to that one already? Yeah, that's the one we're a part of.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, oh, the mastermind. Is it a quarter every quarter? So you
1: and Kalani would be going to that. I Me and Kalani. I'm um, honestly, bro, Kalani spearheads that shit because I've been so busy. That's fucking awesome. Right. I was listening to um, a different podcast and they had
0: Chris Root and his wife on there. and they were talking, you know, kind of just uh, talking about just like their journey and just how they attack stuff. And I was like super juiced, you know what I mean? And because, you know, I'm looking to start doing the same thing, me and my wife. And so um going to just getting around people, doing the things that we want to do and just really exposing her to to that stuff, too, I think I'm, I'm I think that's the next step for us. Um So for us, it's going to be like her, for her, she's, she's going to be the one confident everything. And so getting her in a space with people just who just
1: you know, do that shit all day, every day. Have her read Unique Ability 2.0. Unique Ability for what? um so I mean, I got an idea, but. Just so she knows, like, what she's good at. Mm-hmm. Right? So she can really, like, be operating in that and not doing things that are heavy. Like, so so
0: we talked a little bit about. So my wife is a learner. And so it's funny because we had a conversation about it. um And her last pregnancy, right? Our, our last baby we just had in January, she was finishing school. And she was pregnant the whole time. And so I believe in the kind of what we were talking about, like so when right now when she thinks about like reading or listening to a podcast, stuff like that, I think her pregnancy was just so tough with being in school that she almost despises it. So because she was so exhausted, you know what I mean? And so now it's
1: something you care about though. What do you mean? Like, yeah, she went to school, and that's awesome, and like she cared, mm-hmm. but it's a lot different when you can like now you can truly think of something, and I can go learn something. And like I said, I can learn something, mm-hmm. I can implement it, and then oh my god, guess how much money just landed in my account?
0: For sure. So it, I don't think she u- even used it as an excuse, and and I don't think she used it. She didn't even bring it up. I'm now. not saying it's no, excuse, I know.
1: but it's a different like it's a different switch, right? Because mm-hmm. school sucks ass.
0: So I got a little. We we're in the car about it, and I, and I was listening to something, and she always kind of just gives me you know a hard hard time. I was like, just put on some music, you know what I mean? And so like that's one of the things that we kind of just like, ah. you know what I mean? And so. Um, I kind of pushed back on it, and just really trying to like, why do you what? Like, why, like, why is this how you respond to it? And as we were just talking about it, you know, I was like, you know what? Like, I honestly think it's because you were just so ex- it was so hard for you towards the end that just the thought of it, like, you you despise it. You know what I mean? And so then we just we did start listening to it and just kind of talking about some of the stuff. And I'm just like, you know, but just try it now because you're not so exhausted. You know what I mean? Like, and so like, she's, you know, coming along with that. And so I think that for a long time, it was like a mental barrier for her because just that, that pregnancy was just so tough on her and, and being in school. And it wasn't, it, it
1: wasn't something that bro, she just school thoroughly thing enjoyed. It's so hard. Cause like you can't, school's not helping you solve your problems. Like mm-hmm. when you're reading now, right. You're like, you're looking for something to help you grow more, whether it's in your relationship, yeah. your business, what, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Right. So like you can find very, very specific knowledge. Mm-hmm. to be like, okay, I'm going through this. Yep. Like, hey guys, who has a book on this? And someone's gonna raise their hand.
0: Yeah. And I said with well, school, you didn't have me. Like I'm not, I'm not doing that shit. You know what I mean? But like this, you do. Like you know, you know what I mean? Like we're like this is us together. Yeah. Like that's the difference. Like this is something like me and you get to spend time with each other and do and just like kind of bounce ideas around like this is fun actually.
1: Right. And it, it you becomes know I mean? a lot more fun like when you're actually like growing something for your family, the mm-hmm. wealth for the kids. And like, mm-hmm. you can see a light at the end of the tunnel, like school, school doesn't even paint the vision for you, right? Like you're no. just, you're still at yeah. fucking school. And that's why I want to do the masterminds with with my
0: wife. Cause I, like, I really want to get around, like people, like one, one thing, it really stuck out to me when Chris Rudin and his wife was talking, kind of talking about like their, not their goal, but like, like, what are they looking to get to? Like, how far are you looking to take this? And like, the answer to that was just like, I, I, I authentically love what I do. Like, there's no end here. Right. Like, this is like a hobby for me. Like, I really enjoy chasing deals. So it's not like I get to 10 million and like, we're cool. We're done. He's like, this is what I like. This is like fucking Tom Brady playing fucking football,
1: except
0: except my body doesn't dictate how long I get to do it. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, I thought that was fucking awesome because I'm just like, how amazing is that? That you get to do something that you genuinely like, love to do, that you get excited for every time. Jason posts it every time, whenever he gets a docu signed. Like, bro, that feeling doesn't go away. No, it's it's just like your first one. It's just like even if you got ten of them, you got twelve of them in a month. It's like fuck yeah, every time it comes through, fuck yeah, they signed, fuck yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so like that's to me that that's fucking awesome. And so um, just listening to that, I think it, it it brought a little bit more excitement to me. Um And just really thinking like, man, I got to really get my wife out, you know, and
1: myself. The bro, the masterminds have been an absolute, I know I preach this like every time we talk. Mm-hmm. But they're an absolute game changer. Like you're just going to, and you see what's possible, right? Because like, yeah. there's only, our in our circles, really like close knit. And like everybody's doing really well. But then you see someone else like killing it, doing something else completely different. And mm-hmm. How the relationships are. All these other amazing things that you're going to see. Yeah. And then bringing your wife along. Like it's she's awesome, gonna, bro. Like it's gets.
0: It's, it's going to be dope. Like, bro, they get, even got you thinking about homeschooling your kids. Like, shit, you take your kids with you. Homeschool, I'm not teach them what I want to teach them. Like, You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like no, and that's, that's some real life
1: shit. And homeschooling now is like a must for me. Like, they yeah. don't get homeschooled. Yeah. For the rest of us. I've never thought of homeschooling until I listened to them. And I was like. Like, pay for homeschooling. Because when you think about
0: a lot of the mental things that we have to work through as business owners now. from school. Where did it come from? It came from school. It comes from getting molded. So, by like, what if I never even them. let them be molded that, that way? Like, you know what I mean? Like being a business, owning a business is like normal because they've only been around business owners their whole life. So why would they think about going to go work somewhere?
1: And I was blessed that way because both my parents were Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs and then like our family members are entrepreneurs, everybody like around like Mm -hmm. my neighborhood because there's a country as fuck. Everybody was a tradesman. Yeah. Right. So like, oh, no, he does tile. He's a plumber. Mm -hmm. Oh, this dude does excavation. So it's a lot different. And I don't think a teacher should be telling my son how to think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it, like. It's like,
0: and it's not a bad. It's not a bad. That's thing. so
1: hard, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Because
0: I have like the utmost respect for. Right, and bro, you were teachers. a teacher. I was a teacher. You know what I mean? Like, and it, that it's so hard because there's great. There, it's just a different
1: lifestyle. It, it's completely different, and it's I just truly do lifestyle. think school shows you how to work an nine to five job. Yeah, school. You go to school to be an employee. And there's nothing wrong with being an employee because no, we need you. And I mean, like, but like you can pick something that you love to do, mm-hmm. but I just, my son can always go do that mm-hmm. with the things I, the way I can teach my son how to think my son can always go do something else. Bro, go build out this business and then go be a teacher
0: right? you, you can because it's way else. different doing something that you love to do when you are not relying on it financially. Like go be a vet, go be a nurse, go do those things. If you really love, like, you know what I mean? Cause those are nurturing people. Yep. So go build something that takes care of your financial needs and then go do what it is that you're passionate of doing. If that's just at that point, I don't I don't need to go teach and to to go, you know, I don't need to go get a credential and and do all and get hired to teach. Like, no, I'll go be an aide. I'll go volunteer. I'll be a volunteer at the school. Then just go help the kids. Because now I'm doing it because I genuinely I just love to do it and I do not need the money. I just I want to help kids. Like to me, that's a whole different purpose. You know what I mean? So, because as teachers, sometimes you do get burnt out. And you're like, "Fuck this shit ain't worth it."
1: Uh, well, yeah, you know I, I mean, but how do you get burnt out? When and you teachers have an amazing soul, and I do think all of you should make way more money. hundred percent. hundred percent. Way more money. Like I, I want the best. Number one, I think there's be more capitalism in teaching. Just so people strive to be the best teacher ever, mm-hmm. right? And then we—it's ha- like really competitive. Of like, no, I'm trying to grow these kids. Like, I'm trying to show these kids really. When what's you up. talk about being, when you talk about putting your kid doing
0: homeschooling with your kids, like, who are you going to go hire? You're hiring a teacher.
1: Oh yeah, I'm hiring a teacher.
0: You know what I mean? And you're fucking paying them to teach what they really believe in, because most teachers sometimes they teach they they're teaching things that they don't necessarily believe in, but like this is what they're told to teach. You know what I mean so now you're able to go out and find someone who who has the same type of uh theories and thoughts as you as as a parent and you get to pay them to come teach your kids and you can pay
1: them what you believe is reasonable and it but and it's one-on-one to where mm-hmm. I, and it's three hours out of your day yeah and okay oh well, yes let's say it's five other kids but they get the attention that they need mm-hmm. I'm stupid as fuck, right I like I needed that attention yeah like nothing stuck at all period like I was almost like failing all my classes throughout my entire life yeah it just nothing made sense So where now if you have like a lot of help one-on-one like Mm -hmm. to where when i was in college and i got tutors Mm -hmm. it helped me out a lot oh for sure it It helped me out a ton because
0: you just there's one thing that you learn about being a kid man is you learn how to avoid shit you don't like yep and when you're in a classroom with 25 kids it's easy to kind of just go below the radar you know look at this paper over here look at this paper over there just to get an answer just so and not because you just you, you want it you like you're that type of person like you're a manipulative type of person there's a whole nother thing behind you copying off of other people because you first and foremost you don't know yep you're too afraid to ask because so many people around maybe you got anxiety whatever that may be right you don't want
1: to look stupid you don't like want to look stupid and things. getting
0: bullied and stuff like that so you just slide under the radar next you know you're a senior going out into the real world and you really ain't learned shit Hopefully you run across some great teachers like I did in my life that actually like calls you out on it and and sits down with you and actually gives you that extra time. I think I was blessed to have great teachers in my life. You know what I mean? And I think that's why it's so hard for me sometimes to talk about it. Um, But you take all that away now because now your kid is getting that attention and they don't have to feel like they're stupid by asking a question. Or and because they, they need more curious, time. Bro. Yeah, stay yeah. You want, I need you to ask questions.
1: Like you need to ask as many questions mm-hmm. as humanly possible because the only way you're gonna even be successful in life now is by asking really hard questions, curious questions, like what's going on mm-hmm. here. What's and going on? You can on only there. do that in a one-on-one setting. I right and I you mean, can do that in another school, but let's be real, like
0: everyone has those one kids are fucking shit. Kids are assholes, you know what I mean? Like they, <laughs> like they are, bro. Like, they you know are. what I mean? Like my kid has a question and like now he feels like he can't ask no questions no more. Right, because he got gas. Because he got, he he got, got gas. fucking gas. Now his joke's gonna be A1, but, but he <laughs> didn't learn nothing. You know what I mean? So I've never been one to think about homeschooling, and this ain't even the conversation me and my wife has ever talked about. But like as I like go through like pros and cons of it, it's like shit. Like I never would have I never would have just even thought about it until listening to that podcast.
1: Yeah, to me now it's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Um How's the YouTube money, bro? Everything by John asks. I don't make no don't fucking make money no of on YouTube. No money on YouTube, bro. I don't get. No- I don't make yeah. no
0: goddamn.
1: I make zero money off of YouTube. We ain't got no subscribers,
0: bro. We ain't got no views. <laughs> hey, if you want
1: to sponsor this podcast, <laughs>
0: hit me up. Right? We'll yeah.
1: start making money. I mean. But in all reality, I make money off of my brand through different ways, like with affiliates and everything else. But YouTube's a long game, dude.
0: Yo, for hundred percent. YouTube's a long and it takes game. a lot of time. If you want to like start making money off some YouTube, bro, like I mean, you talk about you got to have businesses that's already built out, so that you can spend. So you can spend like uh, Ryan Pineda. He fucking, I think he did awesome with it. But again, he built out a brokerage. He built out his a his flipping going. side of it, so he's making money. And now he's, he's focused
1: on different streams of income. So but he's and, able to. And he's just going in and talking about his businesses, right? So I it yeah. out. It's automatic content. Mm-hmm. To where that's a lot different. So it takes a different type of focus, I think, to have to do that. Hey, mom. Hey, how's it going, Kim? My mom says, hi, Michael. And my mom says she misses me. Miss you, mom. I'll see you soon. You're awesome, man. I really enjoyed meeting your parents. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe I'll maybe take my family to Utah one day. And then we've great. We've, sure. we've never
0: been. You've never been? Never been a, well. So right now, I've been in Salt Lake. Time. I've been to Salt Lake. Now, but, right now is the best time in Salt Lake. But we're in a hotel, so I just remember like not seeing black folks at all. We were in the hotel and I remember we were looking around. I was looking out the window of the hotel and I was like, damn, there everything really ain't like no black folks here at all. And I'm like, looking, I'm like, Oh, wait, there goes some of like, Ah, that's Fresno State parents. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: like, damn.
1: But culture shock, right? Like Bro, I mean, I had so I had a culture shock when I came to Fresno. Let's just say that. It was just too be too be like not too many, but it was I like, mean, a, I grew up with Tongans. I grew up with yeah. Tongans and whites, but I, yeah. I didn't grow up with black people, I didn't really grow up with Mexicans, I didn't yeah. grow up with nothing. I get the fucking locker room. I'm getting molested. Right? <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting roasted yeah. every like, why, like, why, like, are we fucking fighting? Like, yeah, like, no, they're that just was bull, just bullshit.
0: bullshit. You know what I mean? So I like thought that was like that was a, a awkward place. Not not awkward. It was just different. So I don't want to say anything like this. Any that's derogatory. It was just different than my norm.
1: My kid. Zeno will not be raised in Utah, right? Like, mm-hmm. we go back and forth. And, then for and kids, that's good for him. And it's good for him, right? But yeah. he'll be in a much more diverse place. Mm-hmm. But I love everything. Like, I love going out there and spending time with my family. Yeah. So I might, we might you know, pack it up and just be like, hey, babe, let's go to Utah. Where are we going? Wow, we'll figure it out when we get there. Hit me up. If, When you guys go, just hit me up. I'll go. yeah. Um Great show. stacking the bricks analogy to succeed was gold. Thank you. Appreciate that. I Wherever wish I knew you who are. you were.
0: I wish I knew who you were, man. So we could just really just give you, give you your blessings.
1: I really appreciate that. All right. Well, we got an extra 10 minutes of content out of that. That'd be good. Yeah. But I, I really need to go to the bathroom. All right. Let's I'm get drank it, man. too much water. I get it. All right. Tie this thing up, my man. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Thank
0: you for tuning in to the Free Agent Real Estate Investing Podcast. Don't forget to give us a five-star review would like to stay in touch with Stratton and myself, follow us on Instagram. And please be sure to subscribe to our Free Agent REI Podcast YouTube channel and give us a thumbs up.